There are stars and heroes, legends and myths, and then there is Dave Mackay. Signed from Hearts in March 1959 by Bill Nicholson for £32,000, Mackay went on to become probably the greatest player to ever don a Spurs shirt. A legend at White Hart Lane in his playing days, and a legend even now. Put simply, Mackay was an iron foot in a velvet boot. He joined Hearts as a 17-year-old. In seven glorious years, he won everything Scottish football had to offer. The league, captaining them to their first win for 61 years, the cup, their first for 50 years, and the League Cup twice. He represented Scotland in the 1958 World Cup in Sweden and won 22 caps for his country. From his first game in a Spurs shirt, it was obvious Mackay would have no trouble settling into English football, even if it was faster than he had been used to. His obvious desire to win, total commitment and willingness to lead by example had the fans behind him from the start, as they saw in Mackay the embodiment of everything they dreamt of being. Mackay was not a big man, but he had a presence about him that added a couple of extra inches to his height, and even more to his barrel-like chest and trunk-like thighs. As he took to the pitch, he would puff out his chest as if throwing out a challenge, daring anyone to mess with him. Mackay was a terrific footballer with every skill a player needed. His ball control was immaculate, his passing accurate, and he had vision, spotting openings even before his colleagues realised they were there. He could score too with viciously struck volleys from the edge of the box or delicate chips over the keeper. Any lack of pace was more than compensated for by his reading of the game and positional play. His pure footballing ability would have been enough to make Mackay a star, but it was the physical side of his game that gave something extra and for which he would always be renowned. His strength was incredible, his stamina, hard work and crunching tackles the stuff of legend. His determination and love of the game obvious. With his hand-clapping encouragement, he lifted those around him, driving them to new levels and his team to ever greater heights. He hardly missed a game during the double-winning season, helped Spurs to retain the FA Cup in 1962 and was the powerhouse behind the drive to the European Cup Winners' Cup final in 1963. Injury forced him to miss the game, a concern, more of a concern to Bill Nicholson than the big names of the Atletico Madrid side. It proved a competition that was not particularly kind to Dave, in the second match of Spurs' attempt to retain the trophy, his leg was broken by Noel Cantwell of Manchester United in December '63. The loss of the driving force was a big blow, but worse was to follow in September '64, when just as Mackay was returning to fitness, his leg was broken again in a reserve match with Shrewsbury Town. In the 60s, many players failed to recover from breaking their leg once. Breaking it twice was viewed as the end of a player's career, not for Dave Mackay. The fierce determination he had shown playing now came to the fore off the pitch. It took him nearly another year, but at the beginning of the 65-66 season, Mackay was back. Maybe a fraction slower than he had been, but otherwise every bit as good as he was before, and now even more inspirational. Taking over as captain on Danny Blanchflower's retirement, Mackay dropped back to play alongside the centre-half, but still moved forward when the opportunity arose still went into those thundering, bone-shaking challenges and still bossed the game and lifted his team. He led Spurs to FA Cup success in 1967 and played on for a further year before being released to join Derby County. Anyone who thought Mackay would settle for a couple of years' quiet retirement could not have been more mistaken. He led Brian Clough's young Derby side to promotion, at last picking up the ward that had eluded him, the Football Writers Player of the Year. 
Mackay helped Derby establish himself in the top flight before embarking on a long management career that saw him working throughout England and in the Middle East, the highlight being taking Derby to the league championship in 1974-75. Mackay was made an inaugural inductee of the English Football Hall of Fame in 2002 in recognition of his impact on the English game as both a player and manager. His record for Tottenham was 51 goals in 318 appearances across nine seasons. In later years, he suffered from both Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. I'll finish with a few quotes. Jimmy Greaves said, If ever he was missing from the Tottenham side, every one of us had to work twice as hard to make up for it. Both Bill Nicholson and Brian Clough labelled Mackay as their greatest ever signing. George Best described him as the hardest man I've ever played against and certainly the bravest. The last word goes to Alex Ferguson. Picking my ideal Scottish side takes a lot of consideration, but I'll always start with Mackay and he'll be my captain. RIP Dave and thank you for everything. Hello, this is Echoes of Glory. Um, I'm SD and we've got one person with us. Who, who are you? I'm Daryl. Proud to be here. <laughs> Proud to be here. So Daryl joins us for four, number four, I think. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. It's, it's, and I love it and thank you for welcoming me back. Oh, no worries. So, um, I mean, you, you're always invited, but the reason yeah. we um, got in contact this time was because I think the, the Twitter's got 1,000 followers, is that right? Or is it 2,000? 2,000 yeah, followers. Yeah, I know. That's, that's really exciting. That's really exciting on, for Proud Lily Whites. And um, we're near enough 500 likes. So please go and like the Facebook page, uh, which is amazing after just one year, and um, near enough 150 members, Brilliant. which Brilliant. is double what we had at the beginning of the season. So. Which is great news. Which is great news. Yeah. Um, so Proud Daily Whites, the, which was the first club-recognised LGBT sports group. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so find them on Facebook and Twitter. Um, but you will have heard at the beginning of the show, which I haven't played to you yet, was the tribute to Dave Mackay. Oh, which so we don't have a, a first question, just so we can sort of just Andrew's already done the tribute, but just really sad news to wake up to. Really. Yeah, it's very sad news. I never actually saw him play for the Spurs, but um, I didn't know him as a manager actually um, when he took Derby County to mm-hmm. the title. Everyone uh, thinks about Brian Clough and Derby, but. No, he was a he was a very good manager as well, and and it's a real shame that he was never given the opportunity to manage the side at White Hart Lane, yeah. especially after Bill Nick went. Um, but he's one of our great captains, isn't he? And yeah, you think when we have a really good captain, we have a good team. Yeah. Blanche Flower, Mackay, Mabbott, yeah. more recently Perriman before him, and of course the great Ledley King. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to go great. Uniscable, <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Um, and I still think we're looking out for that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, uh, and you know, and maybe we've seen the end of the day of a one man club, uh, one club man, I should say, <laughs> yeah. one man club, one club man, um, which would be a shame. But yeah, so I never actually saw him play. But of course, he's well remembered for his um, his fierceness in the middle of the park. But he apparently could play. All over the midfield, you yeah, know, uh, if given a fair. chance. Yeah. And tell you what is really telling is how 
because he, he's Derby, Hearts and Spurs and he's got a massive affinity with all of those fans. They all feel like he's part of their own and it's not like Seoul where you know we've abandoned him yeah. now but everyone yeah. loves him and yeah. everyone has a great yeah, view Yeah, that's so. very true, yeah. So he's, he's revered in all those uh, clubs yeah. and uh, rightly so. So be pretty emotional tomorrow night at Swansea. Yeah, um, so we'll talk about that. So it's been quite an emotional few weeks for Spurs fans. Yeah. All, all, all in all. I mean, we had... February was our biggest month of the year, really. Yeah. We had yeah. West Ham, Fiorentina, Fiorentina in a cup final, and we yet haven't won a game. <laughs> um, we've talked about West Ham, I really don't want to touch on it no. again. But you were in Florence. Yep, I um, was uh, actually in Bologna. We stayed in Bologna and travelled into Florence for the game and got the last train back, which yeah. was a bit of a nightmare because I had to run, <laughs> which I haven't done for ages. But yeah, lovely place, uh, great time. Made it a bit of a holiday. I was there for about four or five nights, but the football really just got in the way. Not for the players and the match and the stadium, but um, the policing was a bit over the top, to say the least. Um, We were so well behaved. We could have reacted against it, but we didn't, and that was good to see. Um, But, uh, yep, it was a pretty uh, roller coaster month, really, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I... there's been lots of navel gazing about if mm. if we could have changed the team, how would we have changed the team? I think Pochettino did what he had to do. I mean, yeah. obviously he's the manager and he knows best, but yeah. Florence, they were just better. Really, yeah. they were just better than us. Yeah. I mean, over so, the two legs, yeah. yeah You're right, team, Andrew. Yeah. yeah, they were over the two legs. They were better than us. And we didn't really have an answer to them being able to soak up all the pressure like they did, especially in the second leg. Mm. And I have to say the turning point was... Should I mention it? Go on. The miss. The miss. The miss. I mean, that was the... It seems before that miss, a lot of fans were giving Soldado time. But now it feels his time is up. Because that is... I mean, even even Adebayor could have made that. You know, I remember in that game where... um, he, he had the four assists versus Liverpool and yeah. scored one. Yeah. Oh no, Newcastle. 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 Newcastle sorry, yeah. he, he, that was his game. That was his game. And yeah. the whole point we mentioned last week about, and also, as you know, or so players who can do, who do their job, and they can also do something. So Jan Vertonghen is a great centre back, and also he can play the ball and burst forward. Yeah. Soldado, everyone's focusing on the and also when he's not doing a number nine's job, and yeah. even the bit. Now the the passing, the number 10, mm. the moving the ball quickly didn't work. No. I mean, he was in the right position, and then I gave mm. the ball to him, that was great, but my God. I know, it's time to put our cards out, isn't it? I've, I, I think I've said here before, actually, that we always give um, grace to... Um, or latitude to uh, strikers that aren't playing very well, Super yeah. Pav and, yeah. and uh, Soldado, <laughs> you know, the man from sunny Spain. But, yeah, his all-round game is so poor, he can't hold the ball up. Um, uh, he did run into an amazing run. It was a great ball by Lamella, but yeah. 99 times of 100, you're going to shoot. Yeah. You're not going to lay it on. Yeah. And, of course... It just showed he didn't expect it, you know, and um, I think that was a big turning point Huge. for the game. If we'd gone 1-0 up before half-time, yeah. it could have ended up like yeah. Chelsea, yeah. you know, um, because they scored as well just before half-time. So, yeah, four goals, that's all he scored, I think, this season. Oh, it's, it's poor, isn't You know, it? it's really poor considering how much he's played. And um, 
maybe it's time to say um, adios, you know. Yeah, I wish he was a bit more arrogant so we, we could not like him. He's just yeah. he's quite a likeable man, yeah. you know? and he has faced some problems with his family yeah. while he's been here. Yeah. So yeah. I can see why he's. Uh, and he's, he keeps apologising. Yeah. yeah, he does. Um, but otherwise, I mean, Salah, he's really good. He's yeah. scoring over a goal a game for them at the moment, and he, you can see why we wanted him. You yeah. can see why Chelsea bought him. Yeah, real difference, wasn't he, between yeah. the two sides? His pace and. But again, it was two errors, um, and maybe um, Vertonghen's better when Dyer's there. Yeah, I don't definitely. Know. Yeah, and definitely. I think um, maybe that was the only change I would have made. Um, you know, a lot of people were coming out of the game and saying, oh, Pochettino doesn't know his best side. Well, we had a cup final in three days. He had to rest some players. Yeah. He couldn't play them all. Uh, but the one change I would have made was probably Dyer instead of Fazio, and yeah. I think now we've got to, we've got to play them. Kirikis uh, was playing on as a fullback. Oh right, yeah. yeah so um, and Fazio was in the middle. So oh yeah. So there was one time in the game where we're running forward with the ball. I don't know if people remember it. Kirikis is free. They look up, but they don't give him the ball because they know he's going <laughs> to yeah. do something, not going to do much with it. And so I feel for Vlad in a way. But yeah, um, yeah. If that it, the one change I would have made. Probably to the side was that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's an amazing because we bought Dyer. No one had really heard of him, no. and he was seen as a bit like when we bought um, Basson, who yeah. meant to be the understudy to yeah, King, yeah. and he didn't quite make it. But it seems like Dyer is has pushed his way into yeah, first choice. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about Sunday. So. Um, what was your day like? Because I mean, kick off at four o'clock is ridiculous for two teams that don't have to travel into London. Yeah. Two teams that don't yeah. like each other. Yeah. Who are all going to travel in from the same place? I Good thought. point. Good uh, point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's rugby on, and there's Liverpool City on, and there's loads of other matches. Yeah. That they want to yeah. Show on TV, yeah. But they should not have put that at four o'clock because <laughs> people were smashed. Mm. I people were someone there were when you come out of Wembley Park. Yeah. There's a the steps. People were falling down yeah. the steps. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I saw two, three people being helped up. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, what state to watch the game in? Um, well, we did what we normally do, Proud Lily Whites. Um, well, we've only been going a year, but yeah. me and my mates and um, new members of Proud Lily Whites, we go down to Baker Street and go for a meal. We went to Rubens, which right. is a kosher restaurant. Probably giving them a free advert here. <laughs> yeah. But it was amazing. They really looked after us. There was... 18 of us, I wow. think. So it's a really lovely meal, bottles of wine, but nice food, nice atmosphere. And uh, had to circumnavigate the Chelsea pub. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Four o'clock on a Sunday is just ridiculous for two London teams. It yeah. could have been at 12. It really could. You have. know, it could have really been at 12. And then all those problems of people getting drunk could have been averted but yeah. maybe it's a policing thing I don't know yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I called the train into King's Cross and they right. called the Met line up and um, it was Spurs everywhere Spurs yeah, were singing I, I didn't hear any Chelsea no, at all yeah. no um, Chelsea colours as well no Chelsea colours it Which, was really yeah. weird it, it was weird yeah um, even then at Wembley Way and then when we got right to Wembley and yeah. we split off mm. um, you could see there were Chelsea but they were trying to sing but it was a bit like I've, I'm I don't know if you've been to the Emirates when we're not playing there, but I've been, and you can feel that they're trying to get some songs started sometimes, but it never, it never, never kicks on. No, no. Um, and it was the same with Chelsea; mm. they, they had nothing. We were to the left, which we is good left, which considering is my and politics. They, but and they were, very and they, were they were very much to the right. And yeah, and it's funny how 
all Spurs fans who went there have the same experience, isn't yeah. it? At whatever time of the day. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe I've just got here a bit too early or maybe I've got on a train where Chelsea fans aren't wearing colours and stuff. But they weren't. They weren't wearing colours. And I, I have to remember, I think it was a semi-final. I yeah. thought they outsung us at the, the beginning. Yeah, the 5-1. Yeah, yeah. And saying. then, of course, as the game went on, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they definitely <laughs> outsung us. But we were out singing them. Um, in many respects, I thought we outplayed them, but we didn't outwit them. We certainly no. didn't outwit them in no. terms of tactics. Well, what do we you got think? unlucky. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, mm. Mourinho's not stupid. Mm. And I think he, he didn't give us enough respect on New Year's Day and got stung. Yeah. So now he just... I mean, there was all that debate about whether he's going to play Terry and Cahill or Zuma, and he played all three of them. Mm. So he played three central defenders, which effectively mm. took Ericsson and Kane out of the game. Yeah. And suddenly with everything's going through Townsend... And um, and Chadley wasn't existent. Mm. Like you say, Johan Cruyff says, you make the other team have the ball with their worst players. I mean, Townsend was our attacking outlet. And mm. all due respect, he's not better than Ericsson no. or Kane or no. Chadley. No. Um, I think Chelsea were very smart. Mm. Let them have possession. Let them not do anything with it. And then we'll we'll go out and just do what yeah. we did. It was one of Townsend's poorest games, wasn't it? Really, I think. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, one has to be honest about that. And he was substituted as well. And I think we, they, the way that Mourinho just parked the bus, yeah, in really a way, did. and got us on the, on the, on the back foot. Um, however, saying that, there were some really good things. If Ericsson's shot had gone in, it could yeah. have been a different game. Yeah. We had a um, few shots. Yeah, we had yeah. a few shots in the first half. The defending for the first goal was crap. What was that about? I know. I'm, Seven in a line. I've never seen us have players in a line. I've never... I mean, that's... Six or seven, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird. Absolutely weird. I couldn't believe that. And, of course, um, it was deflected, goal scored, you know. And then the second was a deflection. However, we didn't really create enough the second half. And uh, as you say, yeah, you're absolutely right, you know. Um, they caught us on the break. They soaked up all that pressure. And my only thought from both of the games, if you put them together, mm. one, we're not scoring enough. Correct. Yeah, and we have strikers that aren't scoring enough, except for Harry, yeah. you know. Uh, but what happens if he's out? Mm. And second, um, we have we don't seem to have a plan B. Correct, yeah. Um, Poch, what happens when you do face a team that, you know, yeah, plays five at the back or five in, mid- in the middle and is very good at just yeah. soaking up pressure? What's the plan B? And we didn't have the guile or the wit um, to get past that and certainly I didn't think Townsend or maybe even Lamella were the ones uh, to get to get um, through that I've, 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 I think I'm at the place where I've given up on Lamella he's now really? in the Polinio boat because people always say oh you know he does the most sprints and he does the most tackles mm. but that's usually chasing down his first touch yeah, you know? yeah. and it's it, I've I just he's meant to be the creator and really he did a great pass in Florence but yeah. he hasn't done a hell no. of a lot you know? but you can see why he he gets the optostats, if you yeah. see what I mean, yeah. because he does do, he keeps the ball, you know, um, but then he loses it, he doesn't get back. Yeah, I, I'm with you, but he's, he's young. He's, he's young. young, he'll develop. He'll I mean, develop. We've been spoiled at the moment with Ericsson, who's 23, yeah. um, Ben Taleb, who's 20, I'm going to come on to because I've, he's brilliant. Mm. He might be, I don't want to say my player of the year so far because obviously we've got Harry mm. and Lloris but if there's ever a man who quietly did his job in the way that Modric was under, I'm not saying he's like Modric but in the way that Modric was underappreciated for us yeah. I think Ben Taleb is I have to agree I have to agree yeah definitely and um, 
only uh, only connoisseurs of football will know how much he does actually because yeah. if you watch him he's tracking back he's he's defending very well and him and Mason together brilliant, brilliant partnership you know after going out and buying all those midfield players we've said it before they were on the bench all yeah. the time um, yeah no I agree with you Bentelab I also think that we can't afford to play Ericsson wide. I think no. his natural position no. is a number 10, yes. you know. And so either we need to get proper wingers or we need to look at how we're playing more in the round, in the in the midfield in total. But, um, yeah, Ericsson definitely needs to be behind Kane for me. Um, and then, you know, Berahino, yeah. West Brom. Yeah. Um, him and um, Kane have a wonderful partnership for the under 21s yeah. for England I was reading about today wouldn't it be marvellous if we could bring him? him yeah, yeah just go get him now and one good thing to th- to, to take was it wasn't as bad as the 5-1 yeah. um, there wasn't a sense of where do we go from here which Absolutely. there was after the 5-1 we mm-hmm. were on a real low yeah. you could see that that was Ledley King's last game uh, a few of the other players were yeah. definitely you know had to go this is such a young side, um, so yeah. that's that. That's you know they are going to play in more finals. Well, the average age was twenty three, twenty three and a half. So that's young, you know. It's it's amazingly young, isn't it? To face yeah. the best team in yeah. in England, you yeah. know, yeah. who who had a, re- a we, it was just we dropped out of the cup. We'd had a, a hard game against West Ham, London. If you ever look at our last games at White Hart Lane, it was West Ham, Arsenal, yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. We've had a lot of London derbies, yeah. European. Game three days before, yeah. which we dropped out on. Yeah, that's bound yeah, to have an impact, isn't it? And yeah. the Chelsea players, what were in Dubai for a week or something, yeah. so that's bound to have an impact, and it and it showed. But uh, we still got much, lots to play for. I can't get out this stat though that we've played more games than any other team at the moment. Four, it's amazing. Yeah, and absolutely amazing. We don't we don't look long term knackers, you no. know. We, we don't we we may look tired after Thursday yeah. playing Florence, which you'd expect, mm. you know. This is a question for you, Andrew. Go on. Would you prefer to get in the Europa League now, mm. or not in any uh, European competition? Just say fourth. We we can't get fourth, right? Yeah. Would you want us still to get in the Europa League after what it's done to us this season? I mean, everyone says you know, look at United. It didn't help United much, but look at <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah. Um, mm. It's it's it's. Have I got my Tottenham? The game's about glory. Just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. Um, okay. Possibly, but then if we're playing Dynamo Tbilisi well, no, and no, no. you know all these teams, that's not glorious, really. No. That's just going out. It's the straight. format, isn't it? The first the group phase. Yeah. If it was knockout, then you know, and you played a few rounds, fine. But it, it's the f- format, and you're going so many miles, yeah. aren't you? Because you're playing all these Eastern European teams. Well, and and we go to a 32, sorry. Yeah. A 32 rather than yeah. 16 on the Champions League. And we're uh, facing Champions League teams. Yeah. Good teams. Yeah. It's, we, it's, the, it's the most difficult competition to win. Yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah. You know. Um, Ricky Lawless from the yes. Facebook page says, please mention, the, this is where we're, the natural, where we're going to, uh, mention the Wembley way walk mm. to the tube after which it was amazing just how happy everyone was mm. everyone was singing everyone was dancing mm. no everyone was going off to have a party I mean it yeah, was we're yeah. in a final we weren't done yeah I, th- I think there's loads of videos circulating online it's worth yeah. just having a look because yeah. people were just genuinely quite happy yeah. I'd rather lose as Tottenham than win as Chelsea you know? I'd yeah. rather be a Spurs yeah. man yeah. definitely um, and Ricky's question says 
had Poch picked different starting 11s for the last two games, would it have changed anything? Personally, he thinks not. Kane could have started ahead of Soldado. He might have scored that goal we talked about. Yeah. But we would still have been found out, um, counted and scored against anyway. Plus, he would have been slightly less fit for the final. Mm. So, you know, I have no problem no, with No, I have no problem with Poch's selections. You know, um, you had to rest some key players. And I think it showed with Danny Rose. Yeah. There was one player who had a good... Game was uh, Danny Rose both going forward and defending. Yeah, well, he's come out and said that Poch has made him enjoy his football again. You can tell he scored some important goals recently West Ham, Chelsea, you know. Um, And that actually goes to Crawford 9, who I think is from um, Reddit. Um, He says Danny Rose seems really involved in the final. Do you think he could be a pillar in our defence, or do you think we'll go for a a far more experienced left back in the summer? Um, I think. I think he's proved himself because mm. he was making mistakes last mm. season, but he doesn't seem to be making as many mm. defensive mistakes as mm. last year. And also, he's playing in a side now where he's looking better than the right back, yeah. Walker. Yeah. You know, if there's any questions about our fullbacks, it's probably on Carl Walker's shoulders. You know, at the moment, no, yeah, Rose is great, and it's good to have Davis as well, yeah, isn't it, uh, as a substitute? No, I, I'd play him probably first choice. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's. There's competition for places all over the pitch, yeah. apart from striker at the moment. Yeah. Um, the only shame is, I wish, instead of selling Gilfie, we'd sold Polinio or even Dembele, I'm going to say. Because I'd much rather, you know, if we've got Ericsson has to go out and win, I'd much rather um, Sigurdsson was there in the middle, or vice versa, you know, those two swapping. I think him, Chadley, Ericsson, I think there's a, a beautiful partnership. Yeah, I, I just don't think Gilfie was given a chance, and it's a real shame. I have a nightmare scenario that he's going to come back yeah. and um, show us what we what we missed. Um, and he's a he's a really decent player as yeah. well at heart. I think he really did want to play for Tottenham. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. Polinio should have gone out before him. Um, but anyway, we'll yeah, see. Here's what it is. So um, Crawford nine. I think Danny Rose. Yeah, he could be really yeah, important for definitely. us. But that's not to say Davis isn't. It's, no. it's a great competition. Mm. He then goes on to say, do we make anything of the Depay rumours, you know, this winger? Yeah. How does he fit into the club? Um, we don't have anyone for Netherlands and er- Ericsson already occupies that left-hand mm. side very well. Uh, maybe move Ericsson into the middle and Depay to the wing. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> if we can get Depay, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. I think it's funny, if this season has shown us, out of a, you know, Lennon gone, Townsend not doing it as much as he should be after that great start for England Lamella still not there <laughs> for a team that was built on wingers maybe we do need to look yeah, at I getting agree. Depay in and yes I play Ericsson in the middle please, <laughs> please, just, please do it. just do it um, he goes on to actually Crawford says um, he thinks Depay will come to the Premier League and it looks like he might um, but it's, it feels like one of those players where one of the big teams like a bony or a Cadrado where they can just afford just to keep him on the bench. Salah. Salah, again. <laughs> you know. um, which is sad. Yeah. Um, but I think we should just identify a few prospects and just go for them and yeah. build a first team. Yeah. Um, and then... Can we afford him, though? I think that's the next question, isn't it? Can we it? afford him? We've got a question there about... Um, on your list from about the stadium, etc. Yeah, go on, get... Yeah, yeah it's just that what I'm thinking about now, you know, we've apparently the stadium's going to cost us at the very least 450 million. You know, we've had to take out a bridging loan, and um, you look at our neighbours at Woolwich um, and you see what they had to do to get the money for the stadium. 
basically they didn't buy anyone for a few years. Now, I'm just wondering whether we'll have to... As Spurs fans, you're brought up on the belief you can go out and buy the best. Bill Nicholson used to do that, um, you know, and Jimmy Greaves coming back uh, to England, Martin Chivers, all that. You know, we've always had that history of going out and buying. Not always the best, but I just wonder whether we've got to bite our lip and until the stadium is built at least just um, think about our expectations in terms of player. I totally agree. Yeah. I think we should lock down, we should focus on locking down Lloris, Vertonghen, Dominic yeah. Kane. The, the worry with that, with not buying players is we may, it's easy to make money by selling youth prospects, you know. Mm, and so when Bentley, Mason and Kane are looking so good. Um, but then I guess Townsend could be used as a make way yeah. or, you know, there's options there. Okay. Uh, Brett Wilkins, Tims, I think this is Hat trick for Brett. I think this is his third mention. So congratulations, Brett, friend of the show. He says Potch says all the right things we want to hear. We'll be in many more finals. Um, but does that mean he comes across as a bit of a yes man um, that Daniel Levy looks for in a manager, or do we think that he'll get the backing of our chairman to bring in the players? Mm. For example, Musacchio from Villarreal, mm. Schneider and Rodriguez of Saints. Would he be handed cheaper targets like Stambouli, Fazio, and have to work with what he's given? He feels, like we said, all revenues will be used on the stadium yeah. and Potts will have to bring through youth. I think so. I think it's probably going to be the second. And if you read what AVB has been saying, um, he's been saying, you know, his targets were never met. They had to go to sort of B-list players yeah. instead. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to splash out. And definitely if we don't get Champions League, splash out for those A-list players. So I think it's going to be the latter of those two options, Brett. I think it's going to be build a good team, sell players that are near, you know, that don't quite fit in, get some money and um, go for the Stambulis and the Fazios, I think, yeah. if we're realistic. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because if you have no. what Southampton are doing and West Ham are exactly. doing, exactly. they're just buying the right players. And if you yeah. read, I mean, Moneyball, there, there are players out there who can do mm. a job for and if we keep and the young, I mean, the one brilliant thing about this season is Nabil, um, Mason, uh, Kane. You know, we've got three or four really good young prospects. So Harry can, Winks made his debut as well, yeah, and yeah. Onoma made his debut. Yeah, yeah. Spurs are playing Chelsea in the FA Cup youth semi final on Thursday, I think. Mm. I think there's an 1882 with the Fighting Cock guys doing that, oh, right. and that's always worth a go. Yeah. So if you if you can't make it. Well, just, just go, because it'll be less than a fiver, and it's, it's brilliant mm, fun. Mm. Um, brilliant. Anthony Bayliss, again, friend of the show, says, just to let you all know, Spurs are going to Australia um, at the end of the season for... Post- I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, so they're going to Australia, brilliant. which is really exciting. Um, Build up our fan base, yeah, which exactly. is, is massive out there. I had a friend that was over there for the 2009 final, and it was massive. In Sydney, you was know, that the Peace Cup is that my room? No, that, that was Korea. Ah, right. That was yeah. Korea. No, he was out, he was out there while we were playing at Wembley. Sorry, oh, right. that was the 2009 League Cup, and so he had to ah, see right. it in a bar in Sydney, ah, right. and it was just amazing. You know, loads of Spurs fans, and even outnumbered Man United. So. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. That that is good. And <laughs> uh, one thing that um, who was it? I think it was called yeah. Crawfox says he says and um, bring Yedlin into attack. So we've got Yedlin coming mm, through. Exactly. Um, I'm. I mean. Pacey. He's Pacey and he's an attacking winger, striker, defender. So. We've already bought yeah. one player for next season. So. Yeah, so that's really yeah. exciting. And um, the guy we've got from MK Dons, his name is Gaze Oh, um, Alan. 
Is it Deli Ali? Deli Ali even. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really exciting. He's yeah. still playing really well. Yeah. Um, Did you see the game against Man United? Yeah. Oh, right, because I missed it. You know, with the 4-0 where he, um, MK Dons beat them 4-0. Oh, no, I didn't And Deli Ali just had an amazing game yeah. in it. So, um, yeah, yeah, I forgot. We've already got two players. Got two players, players coming. coming yeah. um, Bryce Eady says on Twitter... Um, what would we do, or what would we give up to win the FA Cup? Let's say. So I say that I would. I'd give up me. I'd give up. Um, I just. I'd give up an awful. There would be. There would be many things apart from things I need to live, like food. I would even give up food three, four days a week yeah. to win the FA Cup and be there. I'm a lovely meat eater, so I'd yeah definitely go vegetarian. I probably yeah uh, may even consider going on hunger strike. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to work. Can I give that up? No. I mean the FA Cup means so much to us, doesn't it? Yeah. And you know we had we've got eight eight. Yeah. We've won it eight times, you know, it'd be so great to get back there. Um for a final, for an FA Cup final, FA not Cup a semi final, yeah. not a League Cup final. The FA Cup yeah. final at Wembley. And it's always seen in our attendances, isn't it? Yeah. Spurs we love it. It's yeah. in our blood, so um That is one thing you notice actually about how about cups, Europa League, anything, we always fill out our away allocation yeah. everywhere we go. Exactly. And our home allocation. Yeah. Europa League sometimes a bit dodgy, but yeah. You know, there's reasons yeah. for that. We took two thousand to Fiorentina. Yeah, you know. amazing. And they're, they're, if I'm if I remember the pictures, mm. it doesn't face the pitch, does it? The, the stand faces the goal. Like, is it is it side on? Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. So we were in a sort of corner. Yeah, but the corner doesn't swing. Right? No, no, it, it doesn't it, swing. It just yeah. carries on going. Carries on. It's a very oddly built stadium. Yeah, amazingly. Yeah. Um, when I so. When I send around uh, the emails about the podcast, I say, who's in? And today, no one's in. But when I send it to a group of all the boys, um, and Gareth, who he's always apologising, he isn't, hasn't been on the show in a while, but he's coming on soon. He always apologises. And this week, he had a bit of a rant about why it's just frustrating being a Spurs fan and being a football fan in general at the moment. And Kiddy kid. Bass, Kiddy Abbas's ponytail on Twitter. He's a friend of mine. Okay. I don't know. He's a player, and I don't know who he is. Um, but he says, "Why do you put yourself through it being a Spurs fan, and why do you put yourself being, through it being a football fan?" Because I'll tell you where this comes from. Mm. So I walked out of West Ham and paid. I paid fifty quid, and I was just pissed off. You know, I was really angry. Um, and why do you pay it? Yeah, I mean, coming out of the Arsenal, I would have paid twice as much, five times as much for that feeling. But. You have to go through 15, 20 games to get that feeling. Yeah. And why do we put ourselves through it? Mm. And I don't know, and I've been doing it for 25 odd years. If you look back and think of all the money I've spent and the frustration I've had and stuff, it's in your blood if that's yeah it's part part of the family isn't it it's part of who you are and and actually i've I've had this competition with my brother sorry to mention this but Mm. my i have got a brother who's a chelsea season ticket holder Mm. and he actually admits that sometimes it's a bit boring that they win all their home (laughs) games i know that's going to shock people but actually you know Tottenham is always spectacle, theatre. It's it always about how you play the game, not just playing the game, you know. And I don't know. I love it. I'm pretty sure I've seen us be up at half-time, yet they still get booed off. I mean, under AVB, yeah, yeah. We, they, that definitely happened. Yeah. And that really shows what's at the soul of our club. Yeah. You've got to remember Chelsea don't have that structure. No, they no. were relegated within living memory. Yeah. 
and they're not they don't have that that culture Arsenal do we'll, we'll put our hands mm. up Arsenal do and so they expect a certain type of football and that's why we're so intrinsically linked yeah, yeah Chelsea have been bought yeah Chelsea expect something and in fact it, it really irritates my brother because when he's watching them and if they don't score a goal within 20 minutes yeah. the team you know the fans are on their back etc so yes yes Chelsea have bought uh, have, have bought something that isn't really connected to a football history or legacy I remember once when uh, Gary Brook, you know Gary Brook, the uh, Tottenham, he was a substitute in the 1981 or 82 FA Cup finals and his uh, career was tragically short, uh, killed short by a car crash, which he's recovered from, but it meant that he didn't play football. He took me round Spurs, it was the day after the riots actually, oh, yeah. um, and he did a tour of the ground and he said to me, tell your brother... Chelsea don't have history and that's yeah. what counts and it's true it and I true. think it, it, you know it's the tradition of Spurs the community feeling which we'll get tomorrow yeah yes we will we have the round of applause or, or the silence for Dave Mackay yeah you know um, you've never seen him Andrew have you no I've never seen but him but you know what he's like well, you've yeah, got I'm a certain connection with him I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've been in because you know they do half time entertainment yeah, and they were, he, yeah. I'm sure I've seen, seen him on the pitch yeah, but, yeah. and obviously I've seen him and talked to my dad yeah. but I've never saw no, him no never saw play. him play but. Um, and so while you're talking on that Chelsea have got terrible songs I mean that maybe that's why no, they need to I mean no, they've got no. Chelsea Chelsea and that's about it you yeah. know they've got that You'll never sing that European champion. Yeah, You'll never sing that song. No, it's no. quite pathetic, yeah. really. And they've nicked ours, haven't they? Yeah. Where we're top of the league, wherever we're. T- oh, I don't know. Yeah. And actually, whenever they sung something on the Wembley Way, it was always a bit offensive, to be quite frank. Well, yeah, they got done on the train. They got yeah. there was more racism on the train and more. No. Ra- it's just disgraceful, really. Yeah. Uh, that's all the questions. Um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good because I mean we've had we haven't won in ages, but I'm still feeling pretty good mm. about Spurs. You know, it's it's, it's this is Tottenham. Mm. It's know? a different field to AVB, isn't it? Definitely last I really season. Liked AVB yeah. In the, in the fact that we had a plan because we went Harry with no plan, AVB with a plan. I mm. love that. But what I've learned is that it's quite easy to defend, but it's very difficult to create. Yeah. So we got through on a lot of penalties and a lot of work. We deals. did. And Gareth Bale. And Gareth Bale, he yeah. got us out. He got us out of the mix. Yeah. yeah. But now we've got a plan which is more flexible, yeah. it feels, and it's more dynamic. Mm. And, and it's more long-term. Yeah. Five-year contract that, you know, even for the financial sake, they're not going to, you know, uh, get rid of him at the end of the season. Uh I say my last famous last words, but they're not. And even at the end of next season, so we've got a long-term plan. We've got the stadium now to look forward to. I think we've got uh, a young team that will only get better. I was thinking that on the way here, they'll only get better. They won't get worse. There's a lot of pride in the team. There's pride that we're still keeping to our ethics of Tottenham. Mm. There's pride that we're keeping to the youth. See what Bentelab said, which was quite... Yeah. He said he really just wants to play for Spurs and do well in the Spurs yeah. shirt. And Harry Kane, you know, etc. So, yeah, yeah the future's brilliant. good. Yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, we, you hear um, Townsend's dad who said he, he just wants to play football wherever mm. he is, fine. But Harry Kane said he never wants to leave. No. Which, and there's a big difference to us yeah. there. There was an interview I saw... I think it was the French company that Nabil Bentaleb did, and he said he just wants to put a smile back on Spurs fans' faces. Mm, you know, yeah, yeah. He, I think he's brilliant. Mm. I really do. Um, let's just do some quick questions okay. before we wrap this up. I'm expecting us to be 
pretty bad at this because it's easy to hide when there's more of us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm just checking if we've done this before. Ah, okay. Then. So I'll just. <laughs> How much did Tottenham Hotspur pay for Michael Carrick? 2 .5, 2 .75, 3, or 3 .25. I thought it was 2.75. 2.75 yeah. is great. The general rule of thumb with this is it's always number two. Okay. I've lost my glasses, so could you give me another one? I'll just, I'll just, okay. I'll just do a card. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, um, I won't look at the answer. Sorry. And, um, no, 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 that's fine. So what was Gary Mabbott awarded in January 1994? Oh, MBE. MBE. Yeah. Uh, at which club did Clive Wilson begin his professional career? Ah, now this is interesting. He was a fullback, wasn't he? Mm. Um, Northern, no. Man, Northern City. Man City. Yeah. Okay, wouldn't have known that. This, this isn't about Spurs, and it's ridiculous. Mm. What was unique about the linesman and the referee in the cup tie game between Port Vale and Rotherham in August two thousand and five? No idea. <laughs> they were the first father-son duo to be in charge of a competitive cup. Okay, tie. that's nice. Isn't that's it? nice to know. Yes. Um, Move on. <laughs> yeah. Who were the first Italian club that Tottenham Hotspur met in a European competition? Ah, interesting. AC Milan, no. Do you know what? Oh, it was AC Milan. Okay. Right, one more. Um, why was the league match between Tottenham Hotspur and Arsenal at White Hart Lane in 1940 abandoned after 40 minutes? Ah, now I think that was bombing, wasn't yeah, it? An, it was air, an air, raid. air raid. yeah. Arsenal were leading 3 2 at the time. Yeah. I'd just like to say I wasn't there, viewers. <laughs> yeah. I might sound old. Listeners, <laughs> rather. <laughs> in what year was Glenn Hoddle appointed player manager of Swindon? Oh, Swindon. I was just <laughs> yeah. about to say Tottenham. Now, that was. Was that after Chelsea or below, before? It was before, wasn't I'll it? You, well, I'll give you a big clue if you yeah. want. We uh, won the FA Cup. 1991. <laughs> uh, from which t uh, club did Tottenham sign Colin Calderwood? Colin Calderwood came from Notts County? Swindon. Ah. Um, in a penalty shootout, who decides which penalty area is to be used? It's a toss of a coin. It's the referee. Oh. Although in the UK, the police may influence the final decision. Okay. Final question. Which club did Tottenham Hotspur defeat 5-0 in the FA Cup fourth round replay in the 85-86 season? 5-0, uh, fourth round. 85-86. I'll say Woolwich. Uh, Notts County. Okay, <laughs> I should have stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. Just answer Notts County Just in answer Notts County, yeah. yeah. Um, that's it from us. Uh, you're at Swansea and we've got QPR away. You're Quick. at QPR. I'm at QPR, I'm not at Swansea. I didn't get tickets. I expect a, a, a good reaction from the lads, Definitely. Dave Mackay and everything. But Swansea's going to be tough. They like playing football the way we play football. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, they've got lots of Swansea Spurs fans. Did you know that connection? No. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they were singing 5 3 to the Tottenham against oh, really? Chelsea when they played. Anyway, um, I reckon 3 1. Yeah, we don't lose this onesie. I, I, we we don't lose this onesie. I mean, and I think that's because they play such open football. Mm. We, we, I think we were we got lucky two one, didn't we? Where Ericsson scored in the rain. Or oh yes, play. yes, that was great. That, I, yes. Didn't Kane score really early doors with a header? Yes, that's right. yes. Um, now I'm I'm mixed as a Welshman. You know, obviously I love the Welsh team as a boy from Cardiff. Hate the Jacks, <laughs> so um, I, I'm never sad seeing them lose. Um, and then QPR away. We. You're going to that. Yeah? I'm going to that. Yeah. Um, we're going to smash him. I'm, I'm 100% sure we're going to do it. Really? Yeah, it's QPR. Yeah, we should do. We should do. And then, you know, two wins on the bounce. Two we're back the up there. Yeah. 
So let's let's get on. Yeah. City looks like it'll be an exciting game as well because they can't do yeah, anything. City moment. and we've got Man United. Man United away. So it's, it's all in our hands still. It is. Um, and it's so tight. You know, third and fourth. Yeah, and I'm glad we're not playing Liverpool again. Yeah, definitely, they're definitely they're on a run. They are. Coutinho's come out of his shell, isn't he? I know. Brilliant buy. That's it. Any news from Bradley DeWhite? I mean, no. Chris, co-founder. Yes, he's coming next Next week, Monday. Next Monday, when we're recording. Um, so, any questions? We've for just come... Well, yeah, sorry. No, so, it's International Women's Day, is that right? Yeah, the day before. On Sunday. Um, so, she'll come in to talk about what she's doing with that and Bradley DeWhite in general. Yeah. Um, We've just come to the end of a really busy month, uh, Football Against Homophobia. Of course. And um, so, we're just looking for a bit of a rest now and mm-hmm. backing Spurs to the hilt. Um, you know, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. That's it. Um, as ever, you can find uh, Proud Lily Whites on at Spurs LGBT, I think. Or just search for Proud Lily Whites. They're on Facebook, obviously. Um, we are at underscore Echoes of Glory. We're on Reddit. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere, really. So, um, any questions, just let us know. Daryl, thank you for joining us. No, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Um, don't forget, um, like we've been saying this for four years, the future's bright. The future's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>